One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Fight Night Live. Joshua versus Povetkin on TalkSport. Uh, welcome to Wembley Arena. We are live tonight for Anthony Joshua uh, versus Alexander Povetkin in the heavyweight division. And we've got a little bit of a fight maybe just to uh, get us all excited about, which is coming up in November, which, is, which was announced earlier on this week, of course. And they're about to have two gentlemen uh, face off in the centre of the ring. Of course, the rhetoric between Anthony Joshua and the rest of the heavyweights is all about the road to undisputed, but we're very lucky to have an undisputed cruiserweight champion currently stood in uh, one of the corners, and he will be meeting Tony Bellew in the not-too-distant future, Gareth. Yeah, look, and we've got Tony Bellew and uh, Alexander Usyk standing in their own, their respective corners. They're wearing very smart suits tonight, of course. I don't know whether what stunt Tony Bellew's going to pull. We're here in Wembley Stadium, of course. There, there's a great anticipation. This is a great showcase now for this fight on November the 10th because Alexander Usyk has signed a deal. I hope we're going to be at all his fights for Talk Sports, Adam. He's signed a three-fight deal, potentially, to fight Tony Bellew for the, all the Cruiserweight titles and the Ring Magazine belt, which means you own everything of the, all the collateral of the division, the 200-pound division, the division underneath the heavyweights. And then the plan is... For Usyk to fight Dillian White, big, burly, Brixton bomber Dillian White, and then potentially challenge Anthony Joshua. It's a smart move by the promoter, Eddie Hearn, but there's a long way to go yet for Usyk to do it. But what we see from him, and I know you're a fanboy of Vasyl Lomachenko, the Ukrainian Usyk is a giant version of that. Absolutely. He's absolutely brilliant. He is, and we saw him perform fantastically in the World Boxing Super Series. Let's hand over to our Master of Ceremonies, Michael Buffer, for a little bit of an introduction of these two men. We will be treated to a battle for the undisputed cruiserweight championship of the world. The challenger is in the ring at this time to face the champion. His name, we all know, undefeated for the last six years. Undefeated as a heavyweight, undefeated as a cruiserweight. He's the fighting pride of Liverpool, the former cruiserweight champion of the world, Anthony Bobby Bellew! And live on November 10th, he'll be facing the undefeated, undisputed cruiserweight Champion of the world, Alexander Usyk. Michael Buffett. Here they are, ladies and gentlemen, challenger and champion. It will happen live on Sky Sports Box Office, live on DAZN. Bellew, 
versus Uzik for the undisputed Bruiserweight Championship of the World. May I point you towards our social media channels for this uh, moment right now. Our guys are currently, obviously, with their cameras out, filming away at TalkSport on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you are following those channels because both of these gentlemen are in the centre of the ring right now, giving it the big stir-off. Yeah, I mean, obviously, our, our, our listeners are very aware of Tony Bellew, the fact he was the World Boxing Council champion and a brilliant night against Alumba Makabu at Goodison Park. And then the two massive fights with David Hay, who's just a couple of feet away, by the way. Yeah. The two big fights at the O2 Arena in London and all the heat and beef and all the nastiness between the two men. This is a very long stare-down. Yusik is a past master of a, staying very, very calm. He's slick, he's smooth. And Bellew, of course, as he calls himself, he's a fat gobby scouser. That's how he refers to himself. And he's keeping it very cool tonight. Um, the big problem for Tony, having fought twice at heavyweight, is going to be getting that weight down. Um, and Whereas Yusik's been campaigning for the last year and a half still at cruiserweight. So, But they'll both make decent heavyweights, these two men. Um, and I think Yusik could be the kind of guy that gives uh, Anthony Joshua problems. Uh, November the 10th at the arena in Manchester, it will be an absolute firecracker for the undisputed cruiserweight championship of the world. All the marbles on the line as Alexander Usyk brings his belts to England to face the former WBC champion Tony Bellew. It will be a firecracker and we hope to bring you that live and exclusive on TalkSport. Tonight though, at Wembley Stadium as the atmosphere starts to build, is all about the heavyweights. Can Anthony Joshua defend his three world titles against Alexander Povek in the WBA and WBO mandatory challenger? You're going to find out next because it's live and exclusive on Fight Night. Fight Night Live. Joshua versus Povetkin on TalkSport. Uh, you listen to Fight Night Live on TalkSport with the British Army. Go the distance with the British Army. Search Army Jobs now. We are live at Wembley Stadium for Anthony Joshua versus Alexander Povetkin in their heavyweight division. It should be an absolute cracker. A moment or two ago, though, Tony Bellew and the one and only Mr. Alexander Usyk, the cruiserweight champion of the world, were in the ring facing off. And Don McGuinness is with Tony Bellew right now. Well, I am. That was a, an interesting stare down there, Tony. It went on for a while here, but uh, what were your thoughts going through as your eyeball to this fella for the first time, Usyk? I've had my eyes on this man for 10 years plus. I've always known how good he is and great he is. Let's see how good and great I am. It's the only thing I really have to say. He's amazing at what he does, fantastic. He understands when he looks in my eyes, he sees something he's never seen before. I'm not in awe of him, I don't fear him, and I'm going to meet him smack bang in the ring and put him asleep. What's it going to be like back being a cruiserweight again, Tony, just briefly? It's hard, it's tough, but you know what, so is boxing. So It's not for the faint-hearted and it's not easy, that's why I love what I do. On, on November the 10th, mate, I do something that no one's ever done before in this country. I know you want to take your seat, I'll walk with you. What's going to happen in the main event now? You know, the Sweet Caroline means it's about to happen. I'm playing at AJ between rounds four and eight. Thank you, Tony. I know we're going to see you on Monday at the press conference. You're not Pleasure. doing any media tonight, so thanks for that time Pleasure. for TalkSport. Adam. Don McGuinness, thank you very much. Alongside uh, Tony Bellew there, a big fight coming for him on November the 10th. And as Dom rightfully pointed out, the press conference for that fight uh, will be on Monday of next week. However, right now, it is all about the heavyweights. What an unbelievable atmosphere. It's really taken its time to build this afternoon, mainly because of the rain. A really damp Wembley Stadium this afternoon. But right now, it feels like there's 80,000 in here, Gareth. The camera phones are out, they're all filming. 
what has now become the boxing anthem. Neil let's, Diamond listen. and the bittersweet Caroline. They say that, that Anthony Joshua may have the Muhammad Ali effect. Look, the rain stopped, the camera lights are out. Neil Diamond's playing the 1969 hit, Sweet Caroline. It's become an anthem for the big build. The, we'll hear the drums in the jungle clearing, the hip-hop. Joshua will walk out after Povetkin, of course. He will come out last. These are the moments, certainly in this profession, that you live for. Massive stadium occasions when the whole of the British public, you know they're behind Anthony Joshua. Yes, they're the doubters. There are people that want to see him fail, but he's an amazing British sports story, and you have to celebrate that. And he's done so much in such a young career, and the way he carries himself is absolutely brilliant. Get ready for this. The biggest karaoke night you've ever been to. The ultimate master of ceremonies, Mr. Michael Buffett, is currently in the ring there. Gene the crowd up as he always does. But 80,000 to 90,000 people have packed Wembley Stadium once again to come and see their hero. Something else. It is, and you know what? What we've got to pause for a moment and just remember how much pressure there is on Anthony Joshua, his 22nd fight as a heavyweight, and you know, in, at this stage of his career, Lennox Lewis was fighting for the Commonwealth belt. Joshua's carrying the division right now. Let's quickly, quickly before this all kicks off, Prince Nazim Ahmed is with Don McGuinness. Go for it, Don. Well, Prince, you are live on Talksport. It's great to see. You. Always good to see you at the fight nights. Now, just. Tell us what you expect from this main event. It's going to be a, a cracking fight, I think, but um, I honestly believe that Joshua has just got too much power. Um, I, I give it four to six rounds. Joshua, baby. Now, you look around here tonight, you were involved in some fantastic nights. We remember them well. What do you think when you see this at Wembley, packed and Joshua coming out and being the star he is today? Hey, hey, it's, it's, it's an amazing situation. Um, because you've got you've got the king of the heavyweights and he's just he's just basically took over the sport in a in a nice way because we've got him as the ambassador of boxing right now. So it's just fantastic that he's putting pulling out the results. I hope he does it tonight and uh, and hopefully the fight's on them for Wilder. That's what we all want to see. Tell you the attention you're getting here, though. You're rivaling the big man. I mean, what's going on, lads? It's still about you. Well, it's always like that everywhere I go. I get so much love, it's untrue. So I think it's obviously something to do with what I did. Um, it's all love for the Prince. It's always has been. They've never seen nothing like this before. Not before, not after. And it's always there. The Prince will never, ever go. It's in their hearts. It's in their minds. It's in their souls. I just love that. <laughs> I love the fact that it's all cool in the gang, baby. It's gravy. Well, we love you, baby. Back to you, Adam. <laughs> Brilliant. Don McGinnis, superb. The one and only Prince Nazim Ahmed. What a day I'm having. Prince Nazim, Lomachenko, and I am sat 
within two yards of Sugar Hill. I know. So who's who around around ringside tonight, guys? Yeah, but that's that's the pulling power now of this guy, Anthony Joshua. He's become the biggest commodity in boxing. That's why there's so much at stake tonight. That's why there's so much on the line. A small mistake as a heavyweight boxer, a single punch can cost you the fight. And now he, he has his lonely walk to the ring, Adam. It's going to be amazing. You listen to Fight Night Live on TalkSport with the British Army. Go the distance with the British Army. Search Army Jobs now. You can hear in the background the noise levels, the decibel levels are going up just a touch. A couple of Aprils ago, Gareth, we were here for the big Klitschko fight. That night probably gave us one of the best heavyweight contests in recent memory. Are you anticipating anything similar this evening? Listen, um, if Povetkin is dangerous early, um, it could go to the wire. It could be another thriller with a crazy denouement. But I think Povetkin will be dangerous for four rounds, and I think Joshua will have what it takes to nullify him, and then he'll take over. Well. It's that time, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to us at home, if you're listening to us in the car, wherever you are listening to us right at this moment in time, we are your official home for boxing on the radio. We are Talk Sport. We bring you all the big fight Welcome nights. To and tonight is no different. We're live at Wembley Stadium for Anthony Joshua versus Alexander Povetkin. Here's Michael Buffer. Now, making his entrance to the ring, the challenger from Russia, he is Ruskivitas, Alexander Sasha Povetkin! Russian challenger that is Alexander Povetkin has just been announced and is about to make his way into the ring here at Wembley Stadium. John Rowling will be calling this fight for us a little bit later on. John, as he makes his way to the ring, give the audience listening at home just a little bit of a background on this challenger. He's been here before, he's well established. That Olympic gold medal holds him in good stead. Well, Adam, I've commentated on Povetkin many times over the years. And anybody who thinks that he's just over here as cannon fodder for Anthony Joshua, think again. He's a proud guy, the only bloke who's beaten him in that long professional career dating back to 2005, an absolutely peak Vladimir Klitschko in 2013. This may be his final throw of the dice. He's making his way now towards the ring and all around the Lights are dimmed and the television cameras are trained on the figure in the black gown, Alexander Povetkin, who's got himself into tremendous shape for this fight. He's only ever suffered that one defeat and he's come in here, he says, as I suppose he has to believe in the shape of his life. He's weighing in some seven pounds lighter than when he fought David Price earlier this year. He's a proud man, he has the support of his president, he has the support of a nation. This will be being broadcast live across Russia and he will be wanting to 
get it right at the second attempt. He's a former WBA regular champion. When he tried to get the super title, he came up short against Vladimir Klitschko. But this is one very, very good fighter indeed. Weighed 15 stone 12 at the weigh-in. And he's had eight consecutive victories since he fought Klitschko. And he walks past now some pyrotechnics on the way towards the ring. He's making his way close now down to the point at which we're commentating. And he's getting, I think what's fair to say, a rather mixed reaction from the crowd. He's not getting too many cheers, but he's got the flag of his home nation behind him and he is hoping that he is going to be inspired to levels he's never attained before, Glenn. No, he's coming in, he's looking solid, he's looking confident enough. He's marching to the ring with a, like a man with a purpose and it's redemption for Povetkin. So he wants to clear his name and win the world title. Clean, he's failed two drug tests and I think it means an awful lot to him. He's always said he didn't do that, so he wants to win here and win in style. He steps through the ropes now jogs from one foot to the other. It's applauded by Michael Buffer, who's looking immaculate as ever. And Povetkin now awaits the arrival of Anthony Joshua, and I promise you this will not be underplayed. And now, making his entrance to the ring, the reigning and defending Undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, AJ Anthony Joshua. Pictures up above the ring, highlights of a fighting career and everything he's achieved so far. I think Deontay Wilder might just take slight issue with the undisputed claim, but certainly for many who are watching here tonight, they are watching the best heavyweight in the world. I think that if you actually spoke to Anthony Joshua, he himself would say, I've got to win tonight, I've got to beat this man, Povetkin, and then let's talk about it. I've got to beat Povetkin, and then after that, I've got to beat either Fury or Wilder. Then I'm undisputed. Star Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouts to my brother, AJ. Yeah. I see in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It is just an amazing spectacle here. I see here. fly today. I see you shining, eh? Shout out to my hustle. And the musical day. welcome now for Anthony Joshua. from a mile away. I see you shining, eh? And I'll still be a legend if I die today. Yeah. I got packs on the trolley, this rap shit's a hobby, I got, but I still catch me up. The streets know me for getting beat, my daughter had a first. I caught a little kick, that's a slight loss. Caught my lawyers like Harvey and Mike Ross. And me and Scratch couldn't give up about rap. 
Even though we're nice with the soy's in the trap. Fireworks, fireworks exploding while the crowd's entertained. And now the big screen shows that Joshua is leaving his dressing room and now making his way through the corridors of Wembley Stadium towards the arched entrance through which he will begin his ring walk shortly. And here he comes alongside blazing letters spelling out AJ. He punches the air in a white gown trimmed with the colours of the Union flag. And Anthony Joshua, the Olympic champion of 2012, now the world champion, begins his walk to the ring. Everybody trying to capture this moment on their mobile phones. If you're listening with us here on TalkSport, enjoy the moment, because the atmosphere here at Wembley Arena, at Wembley Stadium, is quite astonishing. He is being given a phenomenal welcome, and rightly so. It is an amazing reception, isn't it? It just shows the popularity of boxing and the popularity of Anthony Joshua, heavyweight champion of the world. It really is an amazing time for British boxing. In all the time that Glenn and I have been watching boxing, which is a fair old time, I can tell you, has British boxing ever been in as good a state as it is right now? Filling out stadium for fights like this, and he's on a hydraulic platform now, being lifted up above the crowd, Joshua, and he's shadow boxing, and from that position, maybe some 12 feet, perhaps more, above the floor of this wonderful stadium here in Wembley, he can, survive, he can survey his adoring public. And boy, that must be one very special feeling. It must be, to have that sort of popularity is fantastic. And they're milking it for all they can. Paul Povetkin standing in the ring, forgotten about for the moment. An awful long time as well, he's been kept hanging about. But Anthony Joshua makes his way to the ring for this fantastic evening of boxing. Povetkin keeping his gown on, keeping his hood up above his head. A little bit of shadow boxing with his coach, waiting patiently. Anthony Joshua just getting one or two adjustments from uh, one of his entourage, making sure the gown is absolutely perfectly placed. You're looking OK, Anthony, don't worry about it. He's got a huge smile on his face as he makes his way through the crowd. People reaching forward, trying to touch his gloves with the huge security man. There's one of them who's actually bigger than Joshua and making sure that nobody can get anywhere near. And he makes his way through, not too far away from where we're commentating. Making his way now down to ringside. In a moment or two, he'll get to the steps. And here he comes now, stepping up the steps, up towards the ring apron, making sure that there's no slip now. He's certainly taken his time, they've built every moment of this, but he is a British sporting hero. He's through the ropes, and the champion is now in the ring, ready for battle. 
and is punching the air, smiling happily to all corners, and meanwhile puts across a steely glare to the opposite corner where Povetkin awaits. Povetkin, who's by four inches the shorter man, and he's almost two stones lighter. Joshua, a reach of 82 inches, as against 75 inches for Povetkin. That's the physical superiority that he has. But Alexander's been a pro since back in 2005. Joshua, only from 2013. So much experience from this veteran Russian. And overlook him and dismiss him at your peril. Here come the final announcements. Michael Buffer is poised there, the silver voice of boxing, who's introduced so many great fights over the years. I wonder if this is going to be one more to enthrall us here on TalkSport. Anthony Joshua against Alexander Povetkin, the world heavyweight title fight, the one we've been talking about, we've been reading about, we've been hearing interviews about, we've been hearing all the theories, all the tips, and all the predictions. Shortly, the action is going to go get underway. Huge number of people up there in the ring, well, and here we go. Gentlemen, from Wembley Stadium, London, England, Eddie Hearn for Matchroom Boxing in association with World of Boxing Production Company, proudly present the main event of the evening. 12 rounds of boxing for the heavyweight championship of the world. Sponsored by William Hill, StubHub, EA Sports, Lynx, and JD Sports. Sanctioned by the British Boxing Board of Control, President and Steward in Charge, Charles Giles. The International Boxing Federation President Daryl Peebles. The International Boxing Organization Ed Levine. The World Boxing Association President Gilberto Jesus Mendoza. And the World Boxing Organization President Francisco Paco Barcarcel. Timekeeper Stephen Pucci. The three judges scoring. From Monaco, Jean Robert Lane. From Italy, Matteo Montella. And from Venezuela, Carlos Sucra. And inside the ring, in charge of the action at the bell, referee Steve Gray. And now, the officials are ready. The fighters are in the ring, and they are ready. Boxing fans, are you ready? For the thousands in attendance, and the millions watching around the world on Sky Sports, Box Office, and The Zone. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Now, the heavyweight title fight is about to get underway. 12 rounds here at Wembley Stadium. Weaknesses and strengths, oh, good shot for Menkin. Uppercuts, another left hook, right on the bell, and Joshua felt the weight of that to the body. Oh, great shot from Joshua, and a left hand as well. Right hand into the side of the head of Povetkin, and he's got him going. Povetkin now is having to dig in, he's caught by Lopez, and he's down. 
Left foot full of by the right hand. Pavetkin goes down and he's almost fallen through the ropes. He's going to allow it to continue. Joshua can take him out here in the seventh round. Left hand misses with the right hand on the top. Left hook and a big right hand and it's all over. The winner by TKO victory still the undefeated heavyweight champion of the world, the fighting god of the United Kingdom. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. He showed champion's resolve. He was behind on our scorecards. He may have been behind on the judges' scorecards. But my goodness, when he got the opportunity, he finished this fight just sensationally. Povetkin, former WBA champion, he produced a great performance here tonight. And in the first round, let's not forget, he stiffened the legs of Anthony Joshua. But how Joshua has turned it around. And in the seventh round, what a knockout and what a finish. When he saw the glimmer of an opportunity, he took it just brilliantly. Glenn. That's the sort of performance you want to see from the heavyweight champion. He was posed problems, he was hit, he was wobbled. But he came through it all, kept his head, kept his composure, and then when he needed to, put the punches together to finish the job in sensational style. And it was an excellent fight, an excellent finish. And Anthony Joshua is improving, and that was a, a brilliant win. He's bowing to all corners, he bowed towards our commentary box, and he's getting rapturous acclaim and Gareth rightly so look they say he has a glass chin 
he took some tremendous shots in there tonight. Even in that seventh round, he took two right hands. He looks terrific right now. He's in fantastic shape. It's, it's a credit to his conditioning. He was patient in there. We're seeing him learn in front of our eyes. That was a very experienced, sneaky, dangerous opponent, and it's a brilliant, climactic victory. I don't think anybody would say he's got a, a glass chin. I think he's been wobbled. The, the, you know, I think when you when you show you've got a good chin, when you can get wobbled and take it. So everybody, you get hit in the chin, it's going to hurt anybody. But he is 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 learning to 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 ride punches better. He's learning to get a better exactly. defense, and that's. That's what you need to do. I tell you what, I'd have a word of praise as well for his corner there, because Povetkin had great moments early in the fight. They didn't panic, they kept him to a, a, a strategy, jabbing towards the body to try and get the hands to come down, and ultimately that was what actually won it for Anthony Joshua. The gloves came down, he was caught by a great right hand, and then he built on that, kept the pressure on, finished it brilliantly, but they had a strategy, and I think, you know, you've got to give a bit of a bit of credit to what they've worked on with Povetkin and to Robert McCracken in that corner, not actually panicking in any sense. No, you know, he came through what was a very competitive, hard-fought fight to win in that sort of style, and that's reminiscent of the, the, the great fights of yesteryear and the great wins, and that's what you want to see in a career like Anthony Joshua's. You want to see those spectacular finishes. He's been criticised last couple of fights. He shut up. He shut everybody up with a win like that against a good opponent who was sharp, who was well prepared, and who was very, very dangerous. He was safety first against Joseph Parker, wasn't he? And by his own admission, he'd say he certainly didn't have his best night against Carlos Takam. But tonight, and let's get this absolutely right. At halfway stage, I think. You thought, and a lot of experts will have said he was perhaps losing that fight, but when he got the chance in the seventh round, that was an absolute heavyweight blitzkrieg. Well, that's the making of great fighters, and you know he's developing and getting better every time, and you know becoming a great champion. Great performance. He was there, perhaps had to, for his own contentment and for his supporters' contentment, had to absorb too many punches in the early stages. But the way he took it out, fantastic. And Steve Gray had absolutely no doubt that the fight had to finish right there, right then. And he was down, cradling the head of Alexander Povetkin, who gave it a great effort here tonight. Russia, well, they're not celebrating, but they can be proud of their man. And Anthony Joshua is still the WBA super champion, the WBO champion and the IBF champion and Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury will have watched every moment of that maybe they're listening on TalkSport, you never know but that was a terrific performance from Anthony Joshua and he will still have those belts tonight and we will get confirmation of the results shortly from Michael Buffer what entertainment that's been. I hope you've enjoyed it wherever you've been listening as much as we have at ringside here at Wembley because that was a tremendous atmosphere in ultimately a very good performance from Joshua. Here is Michael Buffer. He's just trying to get his microphone functioning. And in a moment, we will get confirmation of the results and a brilliant stoppage victory 
for Anthony Joshua against a very game and capable Alexander Povetkin, who bossed the early stages of the fight, perhaps took three of the first four rounds, but then back came Joshua. Ladies and gentlemen, and here's the result. The official time, one minute, 59 seconds, round number seven. The winner by TKO victory, still the undefeated heavyweight champion of the world, the fighting pride of the United Kingdom, AJ Anthony. Heavyweight brilliance, heavyweight occasion, and heavyweight radio. How about that? It was absolutely outstanding. And as you guys called in commentary there, I think it was quite obvious that AJ halfway point was behind. He's come through quite well from from my understanding of injuries in in boxing. That, that nose is definitely broken, Gareth. He's come through a broken yeah. nose, yeah. being behind at halfway. Yeah. And when he sniffed blood, we saw the old AJ. He's been criticised in the last two fights for not sniffing blood and going for the finishes. My word, he went for it tonight, didn't he? Yeah, you could see the discomfort. I thought his nose was broken after the first round as yeah. well. There was obviously blood from it. But, you know, what I like about him tonight was that Povetkin is, was, was a clever boxer, more technical than him in many ways. We saw the kind of raw physicality of Anthony Joshua to, tonight, how he can actually take a punch, as Glenn said. He rolled with Povetkin's hooks. He learned more about blocking them as the fight wore on. He was, uh, for me, four rounds to two behind after six. But you could just sense his confidence was growing and the finish, as you say, thrilling. He made a statement there. Statement made, no question about that. Um, there's quite a lot uh, going on in the ring at this moment in time. Hopefully at some point Don McGuinness will get to speak to uh, AJ uh, to go through a fabulous performance here at Wembley Stadium. I don't think a lot of people are going home disappointed after that. That was absolutely sensational uh, from the big man. You're listening to Fight Night Live on TalkSport with the British Army. Go the distance with the British Army. Search Army Jobs now. Do not go anywhere. This programme has not finished. We've got lots to talk about next on TalkSport. Fight Night Live, Joshua versus Povetkin with Adam Catterall and Gareth A. Davies on TalkSport. Are you listening to TalkSport? We are live at Wembley Stadium, all in association with the British Army. Go the distance with the British Army, search Army jobs now. I'm Adam Catterall, Gareth A. Davies alongside me. Uh, Anthony Joshua currently in the ring, uh, addressing uh, the crowd on the loudspeaker after making a sensational statement. Let me just put this into perspective for you. Quite early on in that fight, he looked like he suffered a broken nose. He, at the halfway point, he was behind on the cards, on our cards anyway, here at TalkSport, uh, by four rounds to two. And then, in the seventh round, he caught Povetkin with a phenomenal left hook, sniffed blood, and finished him. Nobody has ever stopped Povetkin in the heavyweight division. That, for me, Gareth, is an unbelievable statement, especially on a day when quite a lot of people are talking about Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, and their matchup to come on December the 1st. AJ needed a statement, and he made one. He did, and you know, look, what we're seeing from him is a great temperament as well. 
He was patient in there. He's got great will, he's got great stamina, he's got a champion's heart. But what we're seeing from this guy is an amazing temperament. And now, after the fight, charisma and charm with the entire British audience here, or the audience here rather, but the entire country sitting on his every word. He is a champion in every single way. John? Adam, just, just the one caveat here. I mean, if, you, if you're going to be hypercritical, though, and I think, you've, you know, you've got to look at it dispassionately. It's great to, great to celebrate the win and all the rest of it, and, yeah, tremendous finish. But if you're going to be fiercely critical, what went before? You know, I mean, Glenn was put, highlighting the fact that he was hit so many times with those overhand rights, so many times. And if there's one punch which the big guy on the other side of the Atlantic has, oh, absolutely. it's that big overhand right. You know, I mean, that, that performance was a brilliant finish. Was it good enough to beat Wilder or Fiori? No. You know, that's a different Proba question. Regarding Wilder, probably not. But for what it does for me and probably the fans that are in here tonight, it recreates that excitement because the last two performances oh, that AJ, AJ has put together haven't really sent people on we are skipping their step they've gone away they've watched him and he's boxed or he's got through the fight tonight at halfway we agree he was behind and he was getting caught quite readily but that finish sends a message whether we think that he's going to do well against wilder or not it does send a message and it reignites that passion for that fight doesn't it it does definitely but you know that's ex what happened was what we thought would happen we you know looking at them weighing them up we knew perfecting was going to be very very dangerous and he was, you know, he got a wobble and, you know, there was a few times he got caught when he shouldn't have been caught and he's open to that right hand. But, you know, what he did, he did when he brought the finish, brought the curtain down, he did it in style. And, you know, that's that's all part of the entertainment. And, you know, he that's why the place is packed in here, because that's what he brings. He brings entertainment. I don't think anybody is, uh, is uh, deluded enough in the boxing world to think that he is this supreme boxer a la... Lennox Lewis, for example. However, what he is, he is exciting. There's the 80, 90,000 people in here tonight. One, they've bought into the, the story of Anthony Joshua from where he's come from, from where he is today. And as you've rightly pointed out there, John, he is vulnerable. But and that, it, for me, Le excites me. But Lennox Lewis only become Lennox Lewis by having good win after good win after yeah, good win. Yeah, I and agree. And that's so that's, and, that, and Joshua's doing that. And don't forget with Lennox, he lost to Oliver McCall, he lost to Hasim Rackman. Yeah. OK, he came back and, 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 and turned those results around. But that, that's heavyweight boxing, you know? I mean, that's why I said, in, I said in the paper this morning, I'm addicted to it. Yeah. And that's why I'm addicted, because, you know, you never know. And heavyweight boxing, perhaps more than any other division, has that amazing excitement, because one punch can turn it all around. And that big right hand that AJ found there yeah. in the seventh, round that was what made Pivetkin unravel absolutely all right Glenn just from AJ's point of view amazing patience and amazing character showed in that fight as well because quite obviously we've all pointed out he was down at six panic doesn't didn't seem to set him he did seem to just continue what he was doing and wait for that opening and the opening did come that you know that that's what makes a really good fight and the fact that when things go wrong when you're up against it when you're on your floor on the floor when you're under pressure you don't panic and that comes with lots and lots of training lots and lots of practice but great confidence and he's starting to get that he's starting to get you know he's starting to get confidence in, in his ability knowing that he's in with somebody good there are going to be tough times there are going to be rough, rough patches but you've got to keep your head under fire keep control keep cool and then come back when you get your chance
Glenn, we, we are seeing Eddie Hearn now address the crowd, and I've no doubt he's been asked the question about next April, because we know that this stadium is booked once again uh, for an Anthony Joshua fight. He is now, this is Eddie Hearn, under extreme pressure to make the fight between the winner of Fury Wilder, isn't he? Definitely, 100%, 100%. If they can make that fight, that's the fight that should happen, and that's the fight we all want to happen. Will it? Will that be the business move? Eddie, at the end of the day, is a, is a businessman, and there, there might be he might want to stick somebody in there for a business and another a business decision, another payday, which I think he will. Mm. Um, but you know what we've got now? He's he's done that in great style. Now we're over to Wilder and Fury to see who's gonna finish that battle and becomes the the main man there, and then that sets it up. So it's uh, it's all looking good. If there is, though, in the Wilder-Fury fight, a conclusive winner, therefore, which then, which means then we don't want to see a rematch between those two, we want to see an undisputed champion. The, the noise from the fans, the fans aren't daft. The fans are going to be on Eddie's well, back saying, listen, know, let's make this fight. But it also depends. You've got two great fighters in, in Wilder and Fury. Now, if they put on a tremendous fight, yeah. you know, they, I mean, you know, in its own respect, will we? Yes, we'll want to see that again. Of course. You know, and, and that's that's. But that's if there's, a conclusive, the if there's a conclusive winner, though, if, if if Wilder, for example, knocks out Tyson Fury in two rounds, it's got to be Wilder AJ next, doesn't it? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And if Fury, if Fury beats, beats Wilder conclusively, then we've got um, the biggest fight in British history. <laughs> We'll have, to, we'll have to get an extension on Wembley. How good is it? How good is it it's at this amazing. point in time? It's great to speak to you two gentlemen as well that have covered boxing for such a long period of time. To, to hear you speaking of this being the best time for British boxing ever, John. Well, I, I, I really think so. You know, I mean, I, I don't obviously don't go back to the days when they used to fill White City back in the 30s. But, you know, <laughs> Are you sure? No, I, don't, I definitely don't. I've seen a few old films. But, you know, I mean, I, I, I guess... There was the great middleweight era, wasn't there? With, of course, With yeah. Nigel Benn and Chris Eubank, Michael Watson, and Steve, Steve Collins, Collins yeah. and then Joe Calzaghe coming on the it, back of that. It still wasn't was, as, as no, frequent, it wasn't, was it? It wasn't. it wasn't as big. It didn't have the the, the superstar. I mean, they were I, great fights. I, you think, know, but I, I think social media has made a difference because it's made everybody more committed to the sport because they hear the opinions of the fighters and they're more you know what we say and what we're thinking is more accessible yeah. to everybody and i think that that's helped it grow and of course we have we've, we've got two outstanding promoters in this country and as well as that we've got a whole raft of brilliant boxers you know they're coming through from the amateur from the amateur uh, uh, level and and you look at what they've done in in sheffield with the yeah. with the you know with the with the elite boxers up there in the olympic program but and we're, we're reaping the rewards of that boxing has terrific. boxing has become a list it's become yeah it's become an a-list sport and, and and it wasn't before and i think that's that's made the big difference they're now massive events you know you got we got a-list film stars and we got living you know boxing legends all around us i mean you know the play and we're in the national stadium for a heavyweight title fight it is it is great great days let's hear from the big man he's with don mcginnis who's on the on the ring apron at this moment in time well i've got the man himself i know he's giving you all thumbs up there now but anthony that was 
a very exciting fight as well. Just firstly, tell us what happened to the nose. I think it was the first round. Like? What does it look like, the nose? It looks all right. It oh. looks fine. But, I mean, that, you had you to put up with that, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, I would. It looks, good on radio. <laughs> it looks good on radio, he said. But you did have to weather that little early storm with the nose. And then obviously, as you expected, Povetkin was very, very tricky. And it, yeah. You know, just talk us through that. Look, I, I've always said to myself, actually, you know, Povetkin's been a gold medalist. He's come up to face for the world title. He fought for the world title when I turned pro and he stayed at the top of his game since then. You have to give a man credit because if that was in tennis, football, basketball, you'll say this is a serious challenger. We're against serious competitors for this championship belt and Povetkin showed that. I've got to keep that challenger's mindset because at the end of the day, the minute I start thinking I'm the champion and walking like it, I could get carried away. So I've got to keep my feet firmly on the ground. And it shows why tonight because they're not only going to be great fights, they're going to be very tough. Listen, between me and you, between me, you and everyone listening, I've suffered with a, with a flu. This camp's been difficult, man. You know, 200 plus rounds. You can hear it in my notes. I've been ill, but I knew I just had to stay in there because I've been listening on YouTube to like a lot of motivational speeches. You know, through hard work is the only way you can succeed. And it was going to get tough in there tonight, but I knew it. But because of all the affirmations and what I listened to and where my mind was at, my body could follow through tonight. As you say, it did get tough in there. Left yeah. hooks, there was a, a sneaky uppercut at one point Ooh, as well. Yeah. I mean, just, just tell us how hurt were you with some of those shots? We, you were wobbled a little bit at one point. Now, see the first round, he swung a left hook. And as you're moving off, I'm not going to lie, it was a powerful shot. But it was one of them ones where it knocks you back a bit, you know. You've got to find your feet. Then the issue is, is what, they, what happens when they follow up? So when they follow up with another left hook or another left hook, you're off balance and if you get caught again, it, it mentally is worse than it is. And listen, if I gave you a left hook across your jaw, you would know about it as well. So and I'd be all right. <laughs> alongside with the, uh, with the punch power and the balance and stuff, there's a lot of emotions going on at the time. And especially at the start of a round, you think to yourself, hang on a minute, this is going to be a tough fight. So it's a nice rude awakening. But you've got to pull through and uh, we're victorious and now we can move on. Yeah, I, I don't want for one second to be negative and pick oh, holes. Okay. I'll tell you why, yeah. because obviously that yeah. finish was sensational. Thank you, so, sir. So Thank fair you play much. to you. I mean, I, and again, when you, when you caught him, did you know that his time was up? He's a tough cookie. And do you know what it is as well, right? I could go in there gun blazing, left at right at left at. And sometimes you watch on YouTube or all these other channels where someone can swing back a left at when they're hurt out of desperation and it catches a guy coming in. So I've got to be careful, but I've got him out of there, I'm happy. It shows my strength and conditioning, it's paying off, my endurance training and my boxing ability. But never, um, happen, never happened before either to that Oh, what, to Bebekin? Yeah, you're right, yeah, yeah. So it's good, it's good. Every time we've been at Wembley, it's been a good night, hasn't it, for me so far? It's been dramatic. You know what's coming now? I'm listening. Now, what is next? It's April the 13th back here again. Yes, sir. Now, Dillian White's here, we know Where about that. Now, and there's also been a, a yeah. couple of lads that have announced a fight, Wilder Fury. Really, truthfully, what would you want next? First and foremost, good luck to Wilder and Fury. Even though they say a lot of negative things about me, I wish them luck because it's good for the sport of boxing. Number two, Dylan White is a very worthy champion in his own right. And uh, if I had a pecking order, it would be Wilder, Dylan, then Fury. Because Dylan deserves it more than Fury because he's been consistent, you know. Uh, so he deserves his shot at these belts as well. So Wilder because he is the champion. Um, and then Dylan after that, and then uh, Fury in my opinion. And are you hopeful that could be wilder than April? Yeah, yeah, we've booked, that's the thing, we've got the uh, venue booked, we've got the date booked, now all we need is a worthy challenger to please everyone that come out tonight.
Well, listen, well done. Fantastic tonight. I'm just going to have a word with Eddie. Always but you, good speaking to you as well, man. Thank you so Thank much, you, Eddie. Good man. Well, Eddie, we've heard from the man himself. We know what he wants. He's got a pecking order yeah. as well. So you've just got to deliver now. It's as simple as that. It's very simple. You know what? To be honest with you, I'm just pleased to get tonight out of the way. Because, <laughs> you know, when the Wilder fight didn't happen and we had to face the mandatory, you know, there's always the, what if we slip up against Povetkin? And Povetkin showed tonight how good he is. I don't think there's many heavyweights in the world that Povetkin couldn't beat. And that was such a great learning fight for Josh. And I say learning because he's had 21 fights before tonight. Now, these other heavyweights who are calling him out or, you know, trying to put him down, after 21 fights, they hadn't even felt anyone with a pulse. And he's fighting these people in front of 80,000 at the National Stadium. The pressure is unbelievable. And, you know, many people don't know. One of his gloves wasn't right in the change room and we were delayed backstage. And it was like we were walking out and I was thinking, this don't feel right tonight. You saw the you know, rain and yeah, all of that. Like, yeah, this morning was like that. It's raining and in the ring, he, his mind didn't seem to be on. And I was just thinking, please don't slip up now because there's so many people begging for his demise. You know, there's more, you know, hoping for his success. And we appreciate that so much from the British public. But within the game, people just dying for him to lose. And there's so much pressure on his shoulder, especially when you fight a fighter as good as Povetkin. So there were times in the fight I was worried. He got hit a bit too much. He has an unbelievable chin, Anthony Joshua. Well, people don't realise that, but the knockout was sensational. And it was, you know, it was calculated. He broke him down to the body, he tied him out. And then, and then the combination that put him down and the combination that finished him was absolutely sensational. And uh, it was a brilliant fight for the development of Anthony Joshua's career. And I know fans don't really want to know about the development of Anthony Joshua's career, but the plan is for this guy to be around for eight or 10 years and of course, be the undisputed champion. We will go away now and try and make the Deontay Wilder fight for April. We don't have to wait till December. You know, I heard some commentators say, we well, just wait till December. No, 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 we can sign the fight now. It's no problem. Obviously you've got to win. We believe you're going to beat Fury if that fight happens. But if not, and if you lose, Fury gets a rematch and we fight someone else. But we need to know about our future, not in December, you know, we're in September now. One thing's for certain, we're back here April the 13th at Wembley Stadium, live and exclusive on TalkSport. So if you're a betting man then, and that's a great, you're, always, you're good with those plugs as well, Eddie, by the way. <laughs> if you're a betting man, will it be wild, do you oh, feel? I think it will. I do think it will. Because there will be so much pressure from the world, from the fans, from the broadcasters. And trust me when I say, I mean, you know Anthony well enough. You think he don't want to fight Deontay Wilder? Mate, he's desperate to fight Deontay Wilder. The deal's got to be right. They've got to accept it. And maybe everything's going to work out a blessing. Maybe Wilder does fight Fury. Maybe Wilder wins. And it makes this fight four times as big. Maybe Fury wins and we fight Dillian White and maybe fight the winner after that. Who knows? But it's just about winning. Winning, winning, winning. And tonight he won against the third best heavyweight in the world in Alexander Povetkin. Just a final point then, because we're going to see you on Monday. Yeah. Bellew, yes, Music, yes. they had a little stare down. Yeah. That's, a, that's a nice one to keep you engaged. Yeah. You've only got yeah. a day's rest before that. Yes, I mean, Bellew, Usyk for me, is probably fight of the year. You know, the undisputed cruiserweight championship. They wouldn't take their eyes off each other in the ring. It's a brutal fight, it's a tough fight. And Tony deserves so much credit for putting everything on the line in this fight. This is Tony Bellew's last fight. And I believe he has a great chance to be a pound for pound great within the sport and if he did the internet would break <laughs> Eddie thanks for your time as ever Adam Dom Eddie Anthony Joshua absolutely sensational really good to hear from both those guys and Eddie on the same page as us uh, here on the talk sport desk because we want to see Wilder we want to see AJ we want to see it in April
Definitely, Adam. If they can make the Wilder fight in April, obviously we're looking at Deontay Wilder against Tyson Fury in December, either in Las Vegas or Los Angeles. It would be an amazing movement forward, a progress in the division, unifying the title. That's what we all want to see. Joshua did a great job tonight. I thought it was tremendous. It's time for Deontay Wilder. It's going to be more drama. It's going to be an amazing narrative. Bring it on. You seem to be forgetting one big six foot nine. No, I'm not him. no, 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 I'm not forgetting it. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I'm not forgetting my mate Tyson Fury. I'm just, I'm predicting that Wilde is going to win that fight, but you cannot write Tyson Fury off. Thank you for reminding me. Well, I just remind you, mate, we'll, we'll just change the whole sentence. Then. You want to check when, your phone, guys? Tyson, when Tyson Fury beats... Deontay Wilder. Well, if he does, it's a massive fight with Tyson Fury. Of course Fine. it is. Are That's you arguing with me at the end of the show again, yes. Glenn? Give I me am. a break, will you? You've I eaten am. all the Haribos tonight. <laughs> You've been very aggressive with them. You know, and now you're having to go at the end of the show it's my again. My birthday tomorrow. Oh, uh, happy, ha happy 58th. <laughs> he could do what he wants. 58th, 48th. Listen, we are the home of boxing here on Talksport. We've had an epic night here at Wembley. Just a quick note uh, before we finish tonight's show here at the Wembley Stadium. Next week. Uh, we've got two fight nights for you. One on Friday evening, which brings you the live World Boxing Super Series super middleweight final between George Groves and Callum Smith. That's coming from Jeddah. Will be an unbelievable fight for the WBA and Ring Magazine Super Middleweight Championship of the World. And then on Saturday night, myself and Gareth will be back in the studio uh, for our normal show. So make sure you come and join us uh, for that from 9 o'clock on Saturday. So that's Friday night, fight night live, and then we'll have a normal fight night for you uh, on Saturday. And of course, everything that we do at Talks is podcasted as well so you can get that from our website talksport.com and you can also subscribe uh, via iTunes uh, check our social media out tonight because our boy Jamie who looks after all our social media has been out and about uh, with his phone with his camera getting in uh, the faces of uh, all the uh, rich and famous that have been ringside this evening at Wembley Stadium and getting a little bit of chat with them as Anthony Joshua is still actually in the ring at this moment in time, addressing some of those rich and famous uh, friends of his that have come out to see him uh, this evening. But you can check uh, our social media, at TalkSport, uh, via Twitter and Instagram. It's been an absolute pleasure being in your company tonight. Just a quick uh, synopsis of what happened. Lawrence O'Coley and Matt Askin fought a little bit earlier on. It wasn't the greatest of fights, but Lawrence O'Coley came out as British Cruiserweight champion. A lovely chess match uh, between... Uh, Luke Campbell and Ivan Mandy took place as well, which really thrilled the fans and got us uh, got the appetite even more wet than it was uh, as we built up towards the big fight. And the big fight lived up to it. We thought it might be cagey. It was early on. Povetkin was game as they come. A tremendous performance over the first six rounds. But when Anthony Joshua sniffs blood, he takes you out. He made a massive statement tonight and he sent that statement right across the pond because across the pond in December, there's a certain fight between the lineal heavyweight champion of the world, Tyson Fury, and the WBC champion of the world, Deontay Wilder. Surely the winner of that, if it's emphatic, will meet Anthony Joshua back here at Wembley Stadium next April. From me, Adam Catterall, it's been an absolute pleasure and I will catch you the next time we do Fight Night Live. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.